This story is part of the Acroma series from Tales of the Badger Sept, a collection of stories from a multitude of universes. Feel free to grab your favourite drink, pull up your most comfortable chair, and sit back as Tales from the Badger Sept presents... Curdled and Cloaked Part 3, Curdled and Caked, by Rebecca Gray. On the steps of Curdle Clock Tower, a female occultist peers through the sluicing rain and takes in the barely visible streets and shop fronts as the pack of rabid dogs circle her companion. He appears unconcerned, looking beyond their snarling, snapping jaws to squint into the darkness. It's all empty, whispers the man. In unison, they hold out their right hand and move it as though drawing something up and into their palms from the ground. Quickly, bulbous, tar-like bubbles drift in viscous clusters toward their hands, which they then push toward the growling pack. The dogs appear confused for a moment as, by osmosis, the blackened bubbles become one with their minds. The occultists smile at one another, their influence complete and irrefutable in just a few seconds. Good dogs, the woman says, a smirk playing about her lips as the dogs sit at their feet. Shall we? The inside of the clock tower building is surprisingly bright and cheerful after the dank and dreary streets of Curdle Village. Members of the community talk in small groups as steaming plates of hot food change hands and spread about the hall. Isadora Curdle moves from group to group, checking in on each of the villagers as they light up at the sight and smell of the feast being provided for them by the occultists. She pauses to incline her head as though in deep and studious thought, while an older witch with orange wispy hair and wiry spectacles talks to her. With a laugh, the Countess moves on and the witch joins a group of residents. Posters asking for people to join the occultists' cause litter the otherwise clean white walls about them, and some villagers are heard to be seriously considering it. Cloaked figures mill about, topping up drinks and joining in the general merriment happening about them. Inside these doors, the misery and hardship of their situation is forgotten as they reconnect with friends. Blossom Jinx, still wearing her emerald cloak, quietly sips a golden nectar from a glass surrounded by children of varying ages. She smiles as Isadora approaches and whispers something to her. Rising, Blossom's face turns very nearly as red as her hair when some occultists bring forth a massive cake. A collective gasp echoes about the hall, followed by delighted clapping as Blossom cuts the first slice. Isadora inclines her head and sets about ensuring the children all receive their pieces first. Amongst the din and excitement, Zinnia guides her children towards a roaring fire, settling them in as the Countess hands them a slice of cake each. Their faces light up with joy as warm and cosy they tuck into the sweet treat. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tales from the Magicet. We hope you enjoyed this story, and we hope that you would like, follow and subscribe. I've been your host and narrator, Charging Badger, and you can find me on various social media networks under the name Charging Badger or Charging Badger MTG, where I produce a wide range of gaming content on various different platforms. Acroma and its related properties are copyright Realm Runner Studios, and you can find out more about Acroma at acroma.cards.